0: What is up, everyone? It's The Guy here. Welcome to another episode of The Mind Here. This is my bi-weekly podcast where I discuss about things that go on on my YouTube channel, uh, updates on my YouTube channel, discuss what I do behind the scenes, and talk about other things that come to mind. It also serves as a way to keep myself accountable and externally motivated to get my work done. If you're interested in how I make my music and videos, feel free to check out some previous episodes, and welcome to all of you who are here for the first time. If you like my content and want to see more, please consider subscribing. All right, so today's episode is going to be a little different today because we have a special guest on. If you're on YouTube, you can see that our setup is a little different. If you're uh, listening, then you'll hear somebody a little different. But please welcome my friend, good old pal, Anish. Say hi, Anish. What's
1: up? Hi, thanks for having me Max.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's a pleasure to have you on too So this is my first time having a guest on so uh, if I just knock the microphone if you guys uh, if things seem odd or if uh, If things aren't as quite as refined It's part of the learning process of getting all this together And this is the cool part about this is you get to see me uh, Learn putting all these things together. You get to see the messy process. So uh if, if this is your cup of tea, then you'll like it. Otherwise, uh, it's a cringe fest, but it's okay. Either way, it's fun entertainment, right? Yeah, <laughs> we <we'll right>. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, Anish, why don't you talk a little bit about yourself since uh, I guess I'm the only one that knows you right now, so.
1: <laughs> True. Uh, hey, my name's Anish. Uh, I have messy hair and a Winnie the Pooh clock in the back. I don't know if you can see that. Pretty cool. Um, I am... Just like Max, I'm going to be in college next year as a freshman. Uh, I'm going into cognitive science, so that's pretty fun. Uh, Max and I actually know each other. We've known each other for a while, but we got to know each other most last year when we had music theory, which I'm sure you guys know about his music experience at this point, (laughs) and psychology, which uh, is, yeah, so we kind of know each other pretty well through those things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) See the connection. Uh,
0: awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, so let's talk about a little bit about what you do then. Uh, what sort of stuff do you work on? Uh, do you have any little side projects that you work on, or uh, just just cool tidbits about yourself?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I have been doing music for the better part of like ten years at this point, playing piano for that lens, and then more recently getting into the ukulele and singing Uh, last year was my first time doing choir that was pretty fun he plays Uh, piano
0: better than I do
1: (laughs) um, (laughs) and beyond that I do a lot of traditional art colored pencil type stuff uh, whenever I have the chance just working on that and then on the side just whatever projects pop up like writing projects uh, little creative things I can work on uh, covers
0: all that stuff Nice, nice. Yeah, that's it's probably why we got close to because our last year uh, of high school, we decided to take some, or I'm, I'm assuming we decided to take some classes that uh, we thought would be fun instead of just like the uh, showing off to colleges and uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. we had similar interests. So we had similar classes, we shared classes. So it's pretty nice yeah. how things work out. Cool. Alrighty, yeah, let's not turn this into interview about you. So <laughs> let's uh, get into our uh, normal structure. So how this normally works, uh, I go into a little bit about channel progress. So since uh, this is not just about me here, uh, we can just talk a little bit about what we've been working on, uh, we're working on currently, any uh, future ideas, what we uh, recently have been working on, talk a little bit about our thought processes about that. Uh, awesome. So yeah I guess I can uh, go first, talk a little about a little bit about it so you can get a good idea. Uh, so my channel, uh, if you I'll talk a little bit about the past two weeks, what I've been doing on my channel, and uh, a little bit about the progress there since uh, since last episode, Um, I said I was working on some music for uh, my friend Joy. Uh, She's working on a game and she wanted some background music. So I've been working on that. Uh, And actually this week, uh, I haven't made too much progress into that since uh, there were a few things that sort of came up. And uh, I'll talk a little bit about that. Um, the one thing you 'll see on my channel uh, the video I released pretty recently uh, is uh, it sort of explains about it so if you 're interested, uh, head on to my youtube channel go check it out it 's a music cover it's it 's quite interesting so it 's a music cover of a song uh, "You Raise me up" by josh Gobren. I I think that 's the name and yeah. Uh, Yeah, so, but it's not a cover by me, so if you're interested in hearing me sing, yeah, that's not going to happen again, but, (laughs) uh, yeah, but it's a cover by a a voice synth uh, using the software Synthesizer 5, so uh, I can talk a little bit about this uh, in a future video too, but quickly what it is, uh, a voice synth, it's it's like a normal synth where uh, you mess around with the uh, sound waves to get, like, different pitches and stuff. This one is you have vocal samples. Um, these are, right now, these, how they work is they have actual human voice samples, but then uh, you mess with it to make uh, lyrics and make it sing, so it's, like, artificially singing. It's basically, like, uh, it's, it's like auto-tune on steroids, basically, right? So, <laughs> but uh, it's, yeah, that's what it's like. Um, and I'm using the Eleanor Forte voice bank. So that's the, uh, that's the voice you're he- hearing there. And uh, I made this. This was, um, I was going to do a little test of uh, voice synthesizers and going to put it on. But I expedited the project and turned it into something else because uh, during the past two weeks, uh, one of my friends, uh, Caden, he uh, took his life and uh to dedicate something to him uh, i decided to make that into a project and push it out uh, as quickly as i can so that uh that got in the way of of the progress that i was the planned progress that i was going to make but uh yeah that's that's something that came up and uh that's that's what i've uh, been working on for the good part of the first week. Now the second week, um, I'm sort of ashamed to say, but there's no shame here. So uh, after after the little incident, the, all of that, uh, I, a series of bad choices were made by me, and I was uh, I was not able to focus for the second half, so I didn't make too much progress on there. So. Uh, not too much progress on what I plan to make, but during the first part of that week, I pushed out something that is, is a new thing, is something I'm experimenting, but also just uh, one of those things that I like to do is dedicate projects to things, so that got me motivated to do that, so that's the progress I've made on the channel so far. Um, I I really want to get this, uh, get the background music finished. Um, I, it should be finished by the next episode because uh joy requested it to be done by the end of august Uh, school is starting for me so it just makes logistic sense to get it done before then so that's what i have planned um and i'm planning once i get all that background music together i'll put it master into an album and i'll release it uh, whenever uh, if joy says i need to wait then i'll wait otherwise i'll release it once everything is done and uh, she gives me the okay so that's progress i've made on the channel and what i've got going in the future.
1: Awesome. Listening to the, you raise me Up" cover is fascinating because like I said, I'm not a, by no means a professional singer, but listening to the inflections Mm -hmm. and all of the things you're able to achieve with that cover, it's pretty spectacular. And for any of you who are watching right now who haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Um, Going into what you were talking about with the second week and not being able to get through as much work. I think uh, I and everyone watching will all completely understand it's extremely hard to jump right back into the swing of things right after your whole world is kind of shaken up by something like that. And uh, on behalf of everyone, I'm so sorry you've been dealing with this and uh, proud of you for working through it and still pushing yourself even through such hard times. Don't be ashamed to give yourself some time to recover afterwards.
0: Yeah, of course, thank you Anish. Yeah. And on the uh on the topic of the uh, the cover. So mostly I th- I think I'd have to attribute this to the software. Uh the software does a really good job of uh of, of combining of getting the uh the voice to sound pretty smooth uh without uh the enunciation, I guess. Uh, it does a really good job of it because there are some other softwares and just previous versions too that didn't sound right and was vo- robotic and you could sort of hear that it's uh, Vocal samples put together, right? So I have to credit some of that to the uh, the Software since it does a really good job of that. But another thing is just that uh, one thing I did was um, and This is something that I learned with art too, that I carried over a little bit um, so a little tangent here, but so my um, I've taken uh, some art classes before uh, by like an actual art teacher. And one thing that he would always remind us to do Um, Is to when we're drawing especially drawing real-life things is to actually look at the reference and not like create things in our heads And it's like, okay, this is how it's supposed to be. So I'll just draw it from my head No, 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 no If you're if you're doing something realistic, you should look at the real thing for reference, right? So during this process because I am no means an expert in this this is this was the cover was a beginning uh, in experimentation and a learning process so I was listening to the, um, the cover or the original song actually. So I was listening to the original song and making references to it to, uh, to, to make sure that I got some of the um, inflections and to get all the little details to make it sound realistic, right? So uh, just with anything actually that I do, like the, trend, the covers, the transcriptions, all that, uh, just referencing the original material to make sure that it sounds right and realistic. Um, that's something that I uh, that I always push, especially if you're doing something that is supposed to reflect reality in some way, then yeah, referencing the original material is the go-to to learn and observationally uh, gain the skills needed. So,
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like with all art, I think transformative, um, even stylized art, you always take what real life does and exaggerate some aspect of that and mm-hmm. to properly emulate that you always have to know exactly what you're looking at and what to exaggerate to make it pop more uh, to show what feelings you want to emphasize stuff like that so in my experience with drawing um i always tend to exaggerate facial features eyes because that's where you get the most um emotion and yeah. those guys <laughs> Well, <laughs> no, <I'm> yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that too, it um, brings out so much more emotion, and it's more um, mm-hmm. instantly recogni- recognizable, all that stuff. It That's kind of the point of stylization, and I think that car- uh, carries over into covers as well, just like trying to play with what to emphasize more uh, rhythmically, lyrically, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. So yeah. art, art is really cool in that way because you take – what you know and you just put your own personal spin on it to try and make something new
0: for sure yep all right uh anish what do you have anything that you've been working on that you'd like to talk about
1: uh yeah i mean it's been a slower week just in that uh it's it's one of those times where it's like things are starting to slow down before picking back up once we get back to school all that Mm -hmm. stuff
0: calm before Um, the storm
1: Uh Yeah, exactly. So in that time, it's been, I think it's important to try and take time to just kind of de-stress, recuperate, reflect on how these last six months have been going since they've been so odd. Um, So in that time, I think it's been just kind of messing around with uh, drawings that I'm trying to complete, stuff like that. Uh, I had a project that I've been trying to work on, and I'm trying to play around with the style in it and shading and all that stuff. Um, Uh, That's been pretty fun. Uh, I use mostly traditional work, which is a lot more time consuming than digital art, but I think a lot more fun and I'm also a lot more used to it at this point because I've been doing it for so long. So what I have to do is I have to go in layer by layer, color by color, trying to play around with what works, what doesn't. And then if it doesn't work, go in with like a white colored pencil, colors over it, go back over with a different shade, stuff like that. So it takes a while, but um, the way it's going, I'm pretty proud of it so far. And I'm excited to see how it turns out at the end. Uh, Other than that, it's been a lot of messing around with piano stuff. It's my last year doing it before going to college. And I'm going to try to keep going with it during college, but it might be a little bit harder as most things are. Um, Mm -hmm. so I'm just finishing up some of my last songs and trying to get the finishing touches on them before uh, that whole chapter ends or partially ends, you know how it is. Yeah. Uh, other than that, it's been a nice week just watching movies that I've been trying to catch up on since, uh, years ago. Um, hanging out with my brothers, my family, all that stuff.
0: it's always nice to relax a little bit and get ready, replenish yourself before you head back into another uh, period of work is, yeah, schools basically work, but you're like, the priority is learning there. So yeah, yeah, that's nice. So yeah, so you work with uh, colored pencil as your, and paper as your medium for art for the most time? Yes,
1: for the most part that, um, I also mess around a lot with just plain pencils. Uh, I think mm. you've seen some of those things, yeah. I've showed you Sketches. those. Um, Yeah, just sketches, little things like that. I think both mediums, even with their limitations, have the capacity to show off a lot of different um, emotions that maybe traditional, I mean, sorry, digital art doesn't necessarily capture. Uh, And also, it's just, I've been so accustomed to that. Uh, It's more... Mm -hmm it's just more natural for me to get into that stuff.
0: Yeah, of course. And with experience, um, I've had experience with the traditional formats, uh, pencil, so just like sketching, Uh, not too much colored pencil, actually, but I Mm -hmm. have done acrylic painting and even watercolor painting. Yeah. Um, So all of that, those are, they all have their uh, characteristics, and um, all of that is quite different from the uh, digital art. Because, um, well, for one, if you're painting with or using traditional uh, medium, then, uh, well, your resolution is infinite, right? Because you you're not restrained to the pixels. So in that, there's like that quality of it that you still can't really achieve on, uh, I guess, digitally just because of, of the pixels. Um, but if you, I guess, at some point, once you make the, uh, the digital art, uh, canvas big enough, there's not too much of a difference there. Um, but that's, that's one thing that I've noticed. And another, another quality that uh, depends on who you are, if you see it as a plus or minus, is that on digital, um, there's always a control Z, there's always a back, right? And you can completely erase something versus um, in, tr- in traditional medium like painting for sure. Um, and Colored pencil, even just pencil um, sketches, because sometimes you don't erase it all the way, and there's still a little mark there. Right in uh, in digital, you can just remove the last step that you did. You can uh, erase everything, and you can have like almost infinite layers and create these effects that you can't create on uh, on a traditional medium, which is cool in its own way. But I feel like. Uh, it also, if you jump straight into digital, you might, um, I guess, miss the the quality that um, in traditional art, when you mess up, uh, there's no going back. So uh, mm-hmm. rather than scrapping like the entire painting, for example, um, do what Bob Ross says, because, uh, you know, there's, it's only a happy accident, right? Exactly. So then you just make it part of the character. So that's something that's, uh, that i've learned and that's also one thing that my art teacher pushed uh rather than uh, when we were doing sketches he would take away our erasers and say that uh just make it part of it right so it trained us to uh, be more careful with our strokes uh, of course but also just to incorporate our mistakes make it part of it Um, even if you're doing um, like drawing uh, something and trying to make it realistic if you make a little blemish in there uh, find a way to uh, maybe exaggerate the uh, realistic thing a little bit like oh the apple has a little dent in there for some reason, right or <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, if it ends up happening like that, or it could just be um it's a tiny one and then you just draw a little around it um, I, either way, I feel like the aspect of uh removing and going backwards um, is good on one hand if you um, if there's if it can like save your artwork from like something uh, really bad that happened, but on the other hand, uh, mistakes, uh, like in art, mistakes can be a beautiful thing. So uh, that's something that is a little different there. So maybe uh, some cross pollination uh, would be a good combination, right? So learning both uh, the digital form and the traditional form, getting a good idea of both, that might be something.
1: uh, Yeah, absolutely. And uh, like you were saying, with traditional art, I think getting into it has definitely pushed me to learn to improvise a lot more because I don't think there's ever been a time where a piece has turned out perfectly. Mm. Like I've always made some mess up with like the inking or whatever. And I think those mess ups definitely helped me realize that things aren't going to be perfect. I just got to push myself to figure out how to fix it, how to work with it. Uh, and it always turns out okay. I always end up at least a little bit proud of what I've turned uh, what I've put out. Uh, and yeah, I think that's a great quality and something we all can learn from as we go forward. And of course, none of this is to say that uh, digital art isn't valid because it is amazing. Uh, you mentioned earlier you're working with Joy on her project and we we're, we both know her. We've been seeing some of the uh, stuff she's been putting out in preparation for the release and mm-hmm. the art she's able to uh, do digitally for that is stunning. And I'm super excited to see the final product with your music and her work.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh it's almost like so uh have you seen the uh there's like Japanese uh I think Japanese, don't quote me on that, but there's like uh what they there's uh ceramics where um if they break it and it shatters um, instead of uh, what you'd normally do and just buy a new one and sweep it away, what they've done is uh, they put the pieces back together and they use like a gold filling in there oh, to yeah oh, fill it in yeah. and create. Yeah. And uh, it just shows that like you made a mistake, right? Because you like it shattered for some reason. And that's probably not the intended. Uh, that's not what was intended to happen but uh, by embracing the mistakes and uh, putting it together it can be almost as beautiful or more beautiful so yeah absolutely that's one thing that you could see in art and uh, that seriously should be reflected on in some other things too uh, in the way that mistakes can be more forgiving and could be a good thing sometimes yeah
1: absolutely yeah
0: all righty okay so now that we've gone through a little bit of talking through our brains and uh spilling ourselves out let's mm-hmm. see uh so afterwards uh what i usually go into is a little ama session where uh, i pull a question off of my platforms youtube um uh, all the other podcast platforms um questions anyone has and uh recently it's just been alfred pros but uh it's still it's still nice to get these questions uh so if any of you guys out there listening want to contribute to this, want to be part of this and want to, uh, take the burden off of Alfred pros a little bit, <laughs> uh, go ahead and go onto YouTube or any other podcast platforms I'm on and, uh, leave a comment down below of any question that you would like to have answered in the next episode. And, uh, without further ado, let me pull it up and give a little screen sharing. Awesome, Sir. So, all right. Um, there we go. All right. You can see this, right? Uh, Yes, all right. Okay, so this is his question. So Alfred Prose's question here is uh, How how will most of our studies be I guess if if we're online How will we feel about it? And how will we feel about meeting other people online? Also, what academic major do we plan to study? Uh, So I guess Anish, why don't you go go first and answer some of this?
1: yeah absolutely uh like i mentioned earlier i'm going into cognitive science which for those of you who don't know it takes aspects of psychology neuroscience and even a little bit of philosophy and computer science and kind of puts them all into one mess of a major and uh does stuff like that hold on one second
0: (laughs) i think i'm getting a knock all right it's all good let me switch this Sorry, you can hear the messy process of this. And again, this is all part of a learning process that we have, so uh, things like this, if they're not supposed to be shown, we get to see uh, how things actually are and sort of realize our expectations a little bit, right? Not everything is like uh, what we see on the TVs on uh, dedicated news channels where everything runs smoothly, right? There are hiccups sometimes, so it's okay. It's all part of an organic feeling to it. Welcome back, Anish.
1: Thank you. (laughs) What's up? All right. Uh, sorry for the interruption. Okay. So where was I cognitive science? Right. So, um, yeah, like I said, cognitive science is that melding of all those things. Um, most of the study, uh, for at least for what I'm doing, sorry, I didn't catch Max, what you were saying about your, uh, what your studies are going to be like, but Mm -hmm. for me, what the plan kind of is is they're going to just have lectures online at a set time. Uh, and then, we attend those, we do our notes, we do all that stuff. And then, uh, yeah, then we have like exams, tests, stuff like that throughout the week. Uh, we start a little bit later, so we don't have a completely concrete idea of like what we're doing just yet, but we'll figure out more of it as time goes on. Uh, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm feeling cautiously optimistic. Uh, (laughs) I think, it's, it's one of those things where we really can't be sure about how exactly it's gonna go. Uh, for one, it's college, so it's a completely new experience, uh, different from high school, middle school, all that stuff. And mm-hmm. it's online, so even they aren't really sure how it's gonna look exactly. Um, but I'm definitely looking forward to that experience, uh, seeing what it's like. And being home for a little bit longer doesn't really bother me too much. Uh, meeting other yeah. students. I'm interested to see how that works, how they plan to make it so that it's a more community-driven kind of thing. Um, I think I think our class is unique in that it will all be within the same weird time where we've all been through the same weird experience, and we don't, and I think we can all kind of connect through that. Uh, so I think that'll be a really cool dynamic to see going forward, and I'm excited to see where that leads.
0: Yeah, that sounds interesting. Yeah, and the one thing uh, about going into this, especially in the online aspect, is that everyone coming in here is basically a freshman, even the teachers, even like upperclassmen, right, because it's it's all new to us. So we're all coming in fresh into this, and there will definitely be some things we probably don't anticipate, whatnot, but I guess that's the part of the process that brings us together, too, is knowing that we're all in this together to learn how to get through the unique uh, circumstances that we have, right? So, yeah, that sounds interesting. Nice. So you're going to be making propaganda? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Cognitive sciences. (laughs) Anyways, all right. So what I plan to study, so I plan to go into mechanical engineering. And uh, this is uh, because I've I've always had an interest in tinkering around making things. Uh, so engineering was my go-to, especially since I got interested in Elon Musk's uh, endeavors. So space-related things, those were always cool to me. Um, but I decided to not pursue aerospace engineering because that's uh, it's kind of specific. And uh, diving into something that specific in college, I feel like, Uh, Might not help me in the future if I want to go on to other things that aren't space related. So mechanical engineering, it's it's used like everywhere, right? So I can apply it in automotive areas, energy, uh, wherever it is. Mechanical engineering is a very versatile major to go into. So that's why I wanted to go into mechanical engineering. Um, And just like other studies, um, I guess uh, for minors, uh, I'm considering econ and computer science. Uh, Those just because, uh, well, computer science, uh, more on the practical side of it, since everything's going to be computer-based in our world. So uh, it helps to have some knowledge of programming and uh, how computers work because everything will be based off of that. So it's a very marketable skill and very useful one. Uh, and for econ, um, that's also one of those uh, one of those classes that I took in high school that I just sort of took because it was like a, everyone did it it was a, a Requirement or something like that, but I actually found it pretty interesting and uh, I liked the the game theory aspect of it The um, How everything in the system works pulls together So I'm more of a macro person if you can if you couldn't tell but uh just the how things are managed in in, in economy and how that applies elsewhere. Uh, I feel like that would be something that's a good enrichment into uh, my studies. So that's why I decided to do that as a minor as well. Uh, if those minors pan out, if I have enough credits, we'll see, but those are my plans for it right now. And uh, I'm also going to be online. So the experience uh, similar to how Anish said, um, it's going to be, um, for me, actually, it's going to be more asynchronous, um, which means that it'll be like pre-recorded. There won't be a scheduled meeting time to go to uh, for classes, which may or may not be a good thing for me because uh, my school that I'm going to uh, is in Eastern time and I'm in Pacific time. So their classes will be three hours earlier in time than mine. So I- 10 o'clock class that starts at 10 o'clock would be 7 o'clock for me, so that's a big oof there, so that's probably a good thing uh, that I'm going asynchronous, but either way, it's just interesting. It'll be interesting to see how the format pans out, Um, and I get to also, you know, compare it with how high school, uh, my old high school, is going to be handling it because my brother is going to, is in high school right now, so I get to see how their format is and just see how everyone's going to handle the education aspect of it going forward. Uh, Did I answer everything? I believe so. About meeting other people. Um, So on classes um, or during classes, that might be a bit tough. Uh, But for me, I've been meeting other people through other social media. Um, We've had, uh, for my college, uh, we've had a get together Um, for our class on Facebook. We also have Discord servers dedicated to just the class of 2024, uh, honors, and engineering group. And just through Discord and all of that, uh, we've had some connections. I've made quite a few friends already without even stepping foot on campus. So that's, I guess, one of the aspects of the digital age where you don't really have to be in physical contact with someone, but you can still make friends. So um the communication the connections and the friendships they will be different for sure but uh i have strong hopes that there will still be connections that pull us together through these other other means even if it's not through classes
1: yeah for sure
0: yeah uh have you already got your schedule figured out anish and i can stop yes
1: (laughs) cool (laughs) Uh, yes we have our schedules figured out um Everything's moved to online. So there's no worries there about having some in-person, some online, all that stuff. Uh, It's pretty solid. I'm West Coast College anyway, so it's not too much of a difference for me uh, with the time. So I don't Mm. have the same issue as you do, but uh, yeah, everything seems to be worked out. Now I just have to play the waiting game till classes begin and uh, I can (laughs) jump into this weird experience.
0: Likewise, yeah. So, yeah, well, that's going to pretty much wrap it up. And uh, this went quite longer, quite a bit longer than my (laughs) other episodes. But that's usually a pattern with, uh, I guess, podcasts that bring on the guests. It goes longer. And it's to be expected, too, because on the one hand, I'm probably not going to do too much editing with this. It's all going to come out raw for you guys. But also, it's just – it's it's nice to get, uh, I guess, the full – the full aspect of listening to us talk about things. And uh, the one thing that I found interesting um, with podcasts um, that I liked was when they brought on a guest, Uh, you can sort of hear how each person thought just based off of the conversations. And that was pretty cool to me. So um, if you guys enjoy this, then uh, if you want to please leave a like, otherwise then uh, Anish, do you have anything you want to plug or anything you want to, self-shamelessly self-promote.
1: Yeah, it's a promotion. Um, Go check out Max's cover. Of course, I got to plug that. Uh, (laughs) And otherwise, um, no, support the U.S. Postal Service. Uh, That's really all I have to say. Uh, Thanks for having me, Max. This has been a ton of fun. Uh, I super enjoyed hearing everything that you've been working on and everything that you're going to be working on in the future.
0: Yeah, no, this was really fun for me too. I'll probably, if I have time since school comes up, um, we'll see, but I'll hopefully I can get some other people on and do this because this was really fun for me and I got to learn uh, a lot of new things. So yeah, hey, thank you. Yeah. All right, well, that's the end of this episode, guys. Uh, be sure to support, uh, I guess it's just me because you didn't plug anything. <laughs> but uh, and well, in that case, yeah, let's wrap it up and I'll see you in the next episode. See you.